Everybody strap for we play it You know what I'm referencing down and learn your lesson We the BL, okay, okay, he said Now keep it raining, you're paying attention Listen, we the BL, okay, okay, he said Nobody's seeing me, they told me it's my pain It's my hope, show some love or be living under the logo Stop the hate, I ain't playing, homie, it's time to grow Fucking with my money, yo, you don't want to hear it, bro I understand that, work hard and it pays more Cause I've been sitting there writing since 94 That's right, since 94, I wanted more, I need more I need Fuck it with my art, you be ducking, dodging my dog Now clap with me, they hating, so clap with me I'm a boogie down to the heart, peace up to the city Just up to the riders, cocaine suppliers Rubber bands, duffel bag, black card grinders No class flyers, catch me in the C-class pads like flyers Mean the way it came, same color as my side So grown up, keep the factory on tires, man Because you know my name was the story's anniversary, 13 years in radio, and the great accomplishment that most can't say they accomplished. So I'm proud of that. And my boy Six Eyes joined me, my sister Galette joined me on the show. We just was just chopping it up, 
the wee hours in the morning. Show started at 9, and we ended in the wee hours in the morning because when you get to talking and having a conversation, it, it never ends. When you're having a good conversation, it never ends. And, you know, normally I do a two-hour show, you know, start at 9. I'm going to do a two-hour show, start at 9 by 11. We, we was having such a good conversation between the three of us that the time we went by so fast that it was 11 o'clock before you know it. I said, you know what, I'm going to extend the time. And we just kept talking and talking. But you know, after a certain time, when you're live on air on Block Talk and when your show ends, you have extra time to be on air, but the people that's listening to the computer won't hear you, but people listening on the phone won't be able to. And so, you know, even though the show wasn't live anymore, the conversation still kept going. And, you know, to, to hear people say, you know, congratulations, you know, through the Facebook post I made, you know, it felt good. And, you know, to give appreciation to the artists who music I play every single night, you know, the indie artists, to give appreciation to them because, like I said, without them, there is no one to start an area. Just think, right? When the station started, it was playing whatever music I had. So if it was old school, it was old school, whatever music I had, that's what I was playing. Right? And, um, and then when I came, like I said, when I came across this indie artist, he made me change on what the format of the station would be. You know, we were, the, the, the format changed to catering the indie artists because there's a lot of dope artists out there that we're never going to hear because they're not what's popping to mainstream. Like, let me, let me think of an artist um, that's popping, but if it wasn't for that buzz they got, they wouldn't be. Oh, excuse me, y'all. Put out his own music. 
and then he wound up getting a deal with Death Jam. You know what I'm saying? And he started rocking for her, but he wound up getting a deal with Death Jam. That's why any artist that was signed to Rockefeller, you would see it say Rockefeller represents Death Jam because Death Jam was distributing the music for Rockefeller. You understand what I'm saying? So when you see, when you're looking at an artist's CD and you see, you might see Sony, let's say Sony slash Universal, that means that they're signed to Sony, but their their, their music is being distributed by Universal. Signed Universal, but it's being distributed by Sony. So that's why when you look at artists, minor notes and all that stuff, and you see the two, two label names, because one is the actual label they're assigned to, the other one is just the distribution. You know, these artists sign deals with you, you know, sign, you know. I think T.I. did it with Atlantic when he said he wanted to start his own label. And he was signed to Atlantic. And um, he wanted to partner with Atlantic, but not with them owning part of his label with them being the distribution portion for his label. That means that any artist coming off his label, their music will get distributed through Atlantic. But a lot of indie artists don't get the buzz like James we got or T.I. got, right? For where their careers could last as long as theirs. A lot of these artists don't get that type of buzz. Like, you might get a few that may pay attention, and but it's not big enough for mainstream to be like, we need to take a look at this kid or this this singer or that rapper. <clears throat> Whatever genre of music you're in, you know, we need to take a look at this person. <clears throat> Sign them. But you want to know something? In the beginning stages of rap, I'm not saying hip-hop, because remember, hip-hop is built off of many elements. And those elements are rap, graffiti, breakdancing, um, DJing. Um, so it's a lot of, you know, fashion. There's a lot of different elements that make up what hip-hop is. And but 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 the beginning stages of rap, caring, but they didn't know how to market it. So when you got companies wanting to sign but don't know how to market you, it's hard. They want to make they want to make money. You know what I'm saying? They want to back you, but they also want to make money. And because they don't know how to market you, it's going to be hard. You know, hard for them 
to make that money they want to make. Excuse me, y'all. Like, it's not that hard to market a singer. It's not. Not that hard to market a singer. Right? There's many things you can do with a singer. You can, let's say, if, let's say, um, there's a commercial and they're looking for a singer for the commercial, right? And you this singer, you, you portray the singer in the commercial, but you can really sing. That's drawing. Excuse me, y'all, for the yawning. But <laughs> as I was saying, um, yeah, so right there, about, that's giving you exposure. The people you never would have been exposed to. Now that if for the commercials they're playing your music and it's good, doing that com- commercial or they um people hear it and like it, they're gonna go look it up to see where they can get the song. You know, back in the day, was you know, you had the record stores. Now, excuse me again for you, but now it's all about the streamer platform. So, but you know, in the beginning, you know, they didn't know what to do with the genre of the rap. They didn't know what to do. But once they figured it out, they made a lot of money off of it. Hip hop, I think, is the biggest genre out of all the genres. I think it used to be, I think it used to be rock and roll, or I think rock and roll used to be the biggest. But once hip hop came along, and yeah. It's like, how can we capitalize off of this? But we don't know how to market this person. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how to market this person. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to take a music break. I'm going to get back into it. And you know what? I'm going to play Russell Taylor. Now, he's an artist I came across a long time ago. And I love him. He's a good artist. I love his music, but he hasn't put out any music in a while. Not to say he's still not doing music, but he's just. I haven't heard anything from Russell Taylor in a long time. When I saw something from his first album, I think it was 2012 or maybe a little bit after that, but we're now in 2023 and I haven't heard nothing from him since then. Not to say he don't have music out there besides the first album. 
but yeah. So I'm gonna take this music break and I'm gonna come right back. I wanna be 
ain't sure what I was about to say. The one you went to. Well, I love this song. And when he dropped this song, and I, I heard it, I said, you know, I got to play face here. So I kept playing it. So I put it, put it on the board, was playing it, kept playing it, kept playing it. And I'm like, you know, that's a bit, but his career, I think a lot of these artists, even on an independent level, their careers, they careers would take off like they thought it was going to take off. And that's why I was thinking about, you know, other stages of rap. They didn't know how to market the artists, even though they was offering the artists, you know, record deals. They didn't know how to market them. They did not know how to market these artists. And you want to know something, and I'm sure a lot of you probably, those of you who are true hip-hop fans, I mean, rock, fans of rap and hip-hop, you know, um, I know you know the story about the Sugar Hill Gang, that uh, the Robinson family who owned the label Sugar Hill owned the name of the group and also own the rights to the song, meaning that the group cannot really go out and perform the song yet. The Robinson family owned the group's name, and, and they own the song. So whenever royalties come in for rappers, Rappers delight, they get the money, not the group. It don't get split between the group. And um, you know, like I said, the beginning stages, you know, labels didn't know what to do. This is a new genre of music that they don't really know nothing about. So. They saying to themselves, "How do we market it?" You know what I'm saying? When Black first started, it was hard to market. Now, you know, it's not that hard to market. But yeah, and like I said, I was saying earlier that mainstream without the buzz, you know, mainstream is not. Give you the time of day. If I knew Funk Master Flex personally, and I went up to him and say, "Oh, you need to play this song on when you're live on air. Um, you need to have this artist come up a freestyle for you." He he'd be like, "No," nah. he's like. He's like, I would if I could, because when it comes to him doing his, I mean now, but in the beginning stages of him doing his show on Hot 97, he didn't have the freedom to do whatever he wanted. Now he does, but back then, you know, he didn't have the freedom. 
So for for any artist to pass in their music, he wouldn't have been able to play it because mainstream radio, there's a set list, right? It might be a set list of 10 artists that they have to play, right? And if you go on, let's say you go on from 2, from 2 to two in the afternoon to 5 in the evening, right? That's your hours every day on air, right? It's going to have, say, like Usher, Chris Brown, and throughout that, throughout your time live on air, you got to play an Usher song. Chris Brown song, it could be an old Usher song, where old Chris Brown song could be one of their new songs. You have to pay it. You have to if I pay it. I mean, play it. <laughs> you have to play whatever's on that set list. And, you know, and with any artist, it, you know, they were doing payola. They would pay the radio stations to play play the song. So whoever the, the DJ is for the night or for the day, they would pay them. They would pay. They would make sure that you get a cut, and also pay the the program manager at the station. Well, mainly really pay the program manager at the station. The which is called payola. To put your music and rotation on the station, even if it's good or not. But your stations were doing that, taking money, the labels, <clears throat> just so that they can get, so their artists' music can get played. <clears throat> yep. And it's still going on to this day, but for those who have integrity, they want, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. For those who have integrity, they want you to have a buzz around you for them to want to play your music on their station. No matter how good you are as an artist, they have to get permission. Can they play your music? There's some who have to get permission. Can they play your music? Yeah. And you know, they was to pay like ten thousand just to get your song played. But for those who are not signed to they will say what they used to play, they're not gonna pay the ten thousand dollars. They're not gonna do that. Yep. Yeah, not going to do that. Out. Yeah, this this music biz, I tell you, if you go through the history of the music biz and all that, you'll be reading about some crazy stories. Yep, because. Labels took advantage. Um, there's a label owner by the name of Bobby Robinson. 
when he started his label. He signed Gladys Knight and the Pips. And then he also signed my uncle's group, which is called the Sellers. There's an Irish group out in the Irish group that is called the Sellers because, right, usually, you know, the label or the artist will copyright their name so nobody can use their name. And like the man I'm talking about Bobby Robinson, he owned two two different small labels. I think it was Fire Records was one, and I can't remember the name of the other one, but Gladys Knight and the Pips were signed to him. And I got to say that my uncle's group, the Tellers, was signed to him. He was he was skimming, taking money. Yep. And he, you know, and you know, he was cheating the artists and stuff like that. Eventually, Gladys Knight left and signed with another label. But my uncle's group, they. You know, if they lose that record deal, there's not going to be another label knocking at their door. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so you're telling this to be always related to the areas or just on the radio. So in our 13th year, Yeah, so yeah. I want to talk about something totally like I'm jumping into a totally different topic. Um, so on TikTok, there was a white girl who, well, how could I put? It was a white girl. Yeah, I put box braids in her hair, right? And black woman was telling her, oh, you shouldn't wear it. You know, you're appropriating the culture, our culture by doing that. And, you know, it's not good for your hair because it's made for women of color. This is a protective style to protect the hair. And her hair is a different texture than black women. Right? So her and the creator who, you know, confronted her about it, they're they going back and forth with TikTok. She was like, she was saying, you know, ask you and all this stuff and, you know, being disrespectful to black women. When they, and more than one black woman said, I know, you can't, not that you can't wear it, it's just not for your hair because your hair texture is different than black women. So it's not going to work. And plus the person who did her, her braids did a terrible job. Did a terrible job. Yeah. And uh, so 
I find to be able to this white girl and the black country go back and forth, back and forth. Now, she was born that she shouldn't wear that hairstyle, but she didn't want to listen. She kept rocking it. You know, you know, you know, people are like, well, my bad, whatever. Yep. You know, she was doing all this stuff to, as they, as as the, you know, as they put it, cosplay a black woman. She was just doing that for clicks and views. Because she wasn't getting, because she wasn't getting no engagement or any of her other videos, she decided she wanted to be controversial. Put these braids in her hair, go back and forth, you know, with, with black women. Well, I don't know if I, I think it was yesterday or maybe the day before, I didn't know the exact date, came and bit her in the ass. Because she was warned not to wear that hairstyle because it's a protective style for women of color. Not saying she couldn't wear it, but was you was you doing you know you do stuff like yeah so yeah so. So they going back and forth. You know, she's being disrespectful to the black woman. And black woman was telling her, no, you know, you, you shouldn't. <laughs> like, they going back and forth. She even challenged the, the black, the concept, that girl, white girl, <clears throat> challenged the, the girl that called her out. You know, the girl that calls her out. She challenged her to a fight. The fight never happened because, you know, <clears throat> there are some, some battles, you know, you can, you know, handle, but it's like fight her for what to make yourself look stupid, you know? So yeah. So like I said, the video, the updated video, is she was on live, taking out her braids. She was doing a live on TikTok, and she was taking out her braids, and so when she finally got all her braids out, she washed her hair. Now, remember I said, you know, for white women, their hair texture is different than black women. So certain hairstyles that we wear as black women, they cannot wear because it's not meant for their hair texture. And, you know, a lot of white women were saying, like, as they were going back and forth, but white, other white women were jumping in the comments and was like, then black women shouldn't wear weaves or wigs like they created it. But 
<clears throat> if we do do some research and learn the history, Egyptians created wigs. So, and Egypt is in where Africa. Even though Egyptian they their skin is like a like a caramel. I won't say caramel because I've seen some, you know, not caramel, but they do have a a dark hue to them. The Egyptians, and it's like, you know, so they're going like they're going back and forth, you know, like, and um, like I said, she takes out because she said. And she made the post. She made a post of how long it took to do her hair. She said it took six hours, one day, eight hours, and another day for a total in the span of two days, a total of 14 hours to do her hair. And the person who did her hair, she videotaped that person braiding her hair. And when the person was done with the braiding, you could tell that she did a lousy job. You could tell she did a lousy job and it's why just braids. Right? So now we jump to she takes out the braids. She washes her hair and her hair winds up matting. If you don't know what that means, that's when your hair is stuck together. Meaning, even if you try to put a comb through, you wouldn't be able to get it apart. And like I said, karma's a bitch because you were told, you know, this is a black woman's hairstyle. We wear it, you know, to protect our hair. And she wound up cutting off her hair. And so, so yeah. So I want to say this to to people of other races, right? When black people tell you, you know, it's not made for you, like getting your hair braided like how we get our hair braided. If we tell you it's not for your hair texture, it's not for your hair type, then you need to take even listening because all you're going to be like the girl from TikTok and you have to cut off all your hair to where that you you can wind up bald. And you know what this this crazy girl said she's gonna get braids again. The braids you just took out matted your hair, and you could not get a comb through it to un to detangle it. So you cut it off. Yep. Right, you cut it off. Cut it off. I said he, I mean she. <laughs> she cut it off. 
and then try to nut, put on a see when black women wear wigs, they they gonna make sure that you can't tell that it's you know. You know, the black women know how to wear weaves, know how to wear uh, wigs. The wig this girl had on, it was like the wig that you would use as a prop in the movie. If you were filming a movie, you would use it as a prop for that on a TV show. It's like, it's crazy. That's crazy. They try to warn us. Let her know what's going to happen. And it happened. She got what she, got what she deserved from karma. <clears throat> yep, she got what she deserved from karma. Because, I'm like, should listen to me. Should listen. And but they didn't listen. Yeah, so yeah. Right. So that's a lesson right there. When you when people say karma's a bitch. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, things are like, you know, people wash their hair and they dry it. They dry it without combing it and drying it. So it gets tangled. Yep. So, yeah. So I feel as a you just basically appears essentially on TikTok, and when she posts videos of showing herself, I look at her hair because she has those damn braids in her hair. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's that. Well, I thought I'd talk to y'all about it. Um, Oh, yeah, so, you know, I used to do the show 16-year-old with my boy 6,000, radio. So we're bringing the show back. I know we did a return before, but this time we're bringing it back. And it's going to be on the, it's gonna be consistency with it this time around. You know, unless, plan, you know, plans come up so we can't do the show. You know, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. so, yeah, the show is coming back every Tuesday, probably same, the same time as we had it when we first started, which was 8 o'clock. 
is going to be broadcast live here on the Sunday Radio Radio Network. The first show, there ain't going to be any topics I can discuss. Right. Yeah, so excuse me, yeah. They're always looking for topics that we can talk about. But the first show is just getting y'all reacquainted with six and gold and stuff like that. Yeah. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff that's going on in the news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you want to participate, you can always join us either by calling 424 or 845-277-9356. You can call either number. And if you join in the conversation, just press the one that lets us know that you want to go live and you want to join the broadcast live. <clears throat> and your mic will be open. Whatever we discuss, we'll tell you what the topic is and you'll be able to give your opinion. And, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to go down with the show. Yep. You know, some of our stuff that's playing in our community. You know. Okay, so yeah. You know, my other calls. Yep. <clears throat> And if you have topic ideas, you can go to the Six and Roll page on Facebook, and you can send us a message with with your topic idea. <clears throat> if we decide to use your topic, we'll let you join us on the show, and you can and let you give your opinion. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. I found a delay, yeah, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to be bringing it back because, you know, We did it like every Tuesday, and you know, it was a good thing. Let's just go back and talk about you know, the crazy, some of the stuff we talked about. Um, you know, people that's going on the show. So, yeah. Um, so this Tuesday coming up is going to be, like I said, 
Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> like I said, if you, want, if you have topic ideas, you want to go to the listen to the whole page on Facebook. It'll be easy. It's not that hard to find. If you follow me on my voice, guys, you will see the post on either his because he'll be tagging any post made from Simone. He'll be tagging the post, so you'll be able to see it from Sister Rose's main page, and whatever they have it circulated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, let's get into another musical break now. Let's see. I gave you Russell Taylor. You like what you heard, you can, um, go to your streaming platforms and check it, check out the rest of his music. And let's see here. Again, you want some trailer for our first musical break. And our second one is going to be, you know what, I'm going to do, hmm, that's cute. Let's do, we're going to take it with Shalomar. Nice to remember. Oops. Here we go, y'all.
Oh, shit, that was Shadowmon right there, and I can remember. That song, if I'm not mistaken, that was in the 80s. That song, particularly for Shadowmon Trumps. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so yeah, that, I I remember that song, For the Love of You, so I know it had to be, I think, early 80s, maybe late 70s, early 80s, that that song came out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for those who don't know, Shaman just banded uh and that well you wanna know what's crazy? That how he was Jeff James and um I can't think of the girl's name. Last name is Griffin. So she was the daughter of the guy who started Soul Out Records. <clears throat> so uh um you know they were saying that, you know, that she um yes we left the group and um just while we have the group and solo and um but I don't know until like she talked about it herself and how he was talked about it that they weren't getting along her and how he was she was cool with Jeff because uh, Jeff started together on Soul Train. And, I, and I'm not saying she didn't like how he was, like, because of jealousy and nothing like that. It's just that they didn't really get along. And then when they thought about bringing the group back together, she wasn't, she didn't want to. But she wound up, he wound up with Jeff and added, um, Carolyn, I think her name is Carolyn Griffey, out of her, you know, as, you know, thinking uh, Jody Wallace. And then Jody got two people. And, <coughs> excuse me, y'all. She got two new members, two, two different, two different Shalomars. Jody had her Shalomar, and and Howard has his Shalomar. But the so remember I was talking about um that the Robinson family owns the name Sugar Hill, and they own the record, so any royalties will come to them. Yeah, the same thing with the Shalomar. The Griffey family own the rights, you know, to Shalimar. 
Yeah. 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 So, but I think because Howard had Carolyn and his Shalimar, and her dad is the one I think that owned the name for the owned the name of the group. That Jody had to couldn't be Shalimar. They had documents. You know. You know. They got documents like she doesn't own the rights to it so she can't go around using the name Shalimar but Jody um, Howard Hewitt and Jeff Daines they need to the original Shalimar but they're not the original well Jody and Jeff is there was somebody else before Howard Hewitt they left the group or they got kicked out to go one of the other. I can't remember. <clears throat> and then, you know, that's when they got Howard Hewitt. Yeah. You know, let me see what time we got left in the show. Okay, I think I'm going to end the show early. Yep, I'm going to end the show early. Next show I have for you is the next phase. We're going to bring back some music. If you're not in the audience, if you are in the audience, I want you to play right here in the station. You know, hit me about 201-399-2014. Um... You can go to the Road to Start on Facebook page or the Road to Start on Radio Facebook page and the message to there. Tell me you want your music played. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll tell you, give you the instructions of what to do. Once. Once you play on the sound of the old, you play on the sound of the Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so I want to say peace on the I appreciate you. I'll see you at the next show. Bye-bye now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.